Phil, my man. We are back in the saddle. I'm excited to be here. We got a bonus episode of the Great Heavy Music Podcast today, and it is the best heavy music from the first quarter of 2021. I'm excited, man. I got so much good shit I've been listening to lately. What's up with you, buddy? Yeah, I'm excited too because there's a ton of good shit. It's like overwhelming because I was like, oh, it's just a quarter uh, of the way past the year or through the year. So how much shit could there really be? And there's a ton. So it was hard as shit to pick. Seriously, 2021 chock full of jams already. I'm excited about it. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Uh, if if you're ever curious about a good uh, little well to go to, just go to Angry Metal Guy. And he just got lists and lists of shit. Great, of shit that's already out. Great site. Great site. Happy to promote those guys. I have listened to every album that they review this year. Just... Wow. That's why I've got like so much that I'm kind of siphoning down and filtering for our listeners because there's a lot of shit and a lot of garbage, but some real standout yes. studs. Yeah. So great, uh, great shout out to angrymetalguy.com. Ton of good reviews there, but also a ton of shit. So that's why I kind of hope that we can synthesize it down. So, uh, mm -hmm. Phil, I think because in the interest of time, we should skip over that. So metal, unless you got anything epic. Nah, not nah. Nothing, nothing epic. I'll give you a little epicness. Oh god, shit! I caught the Ro I caught the Rona two weeks ago. Uh, you th you said that. I'm glad you didn't die. I'm just a t statistic. I'm just one of the 99.8 percent of people who lives, man. So it's just a number now. Do you feel you felt pretty shitty though? Pretty rough first three days, but you know what happened? Day three. I went to go eat a grapefruit. Couldn't taste it. Tasted like somebody was holding my tongue with a rubber glove. Couldn't even feel the grapefruit on my tongue. Wow, buddy. So as soon as that happened, when I had no taste, I said, I, I got the Rona. I got the Rona. Rona. I can't believe I haven't gotten it yet. Knock on wood. But I haven't. But didn't you get the vaccine? Yeah, but even before I got the vaccine, I was constantly around people who have it. Right. And I mean, I, I wore a mask. And that a lot of times that was it because you didn't know yet if they had it. And. I think those masks fucking work, man. I know, I know that the I don't know what the stats say about death rates and all, but Jesus, I mean, I can't believe I haven't gotten it. Well, I'll tell but you maybe this that maybe that challenges the whole theory of the mask. My wife and two kids were around me the entire time. I had no idea I had Rona, so they were literally with me. I was sleeping in the same bed with my wife. She's negative. Go, both kids negative. Nobody else got it. I think it's God, way more luck of the draw. You're you probably got a healthy immune system and you just didn't get it, dude. Man, that's crazy. It is crazy. But um Well, I'm glad you got through it and uh fuck you. Can you taste things now? Totally. Yep. It was only it really was about three days, about seventy two hours of kind of being in a rough way. I just wasn't hungry. I felt terrible. Wanted to be horizontal basically the whole day. And then now it's just a slow burn. You can hear a little bit in my throat. I still got some, you know, residual like uh, stuffiness. But I'm two weeks out now, and my appetite's completely fine. I'm lifting weights, sleeping regular, so everything's good. All right, nice, nice, nice. So uh, lucky you got through that. So we'll say that's that's so metal, maybe since I'm like 99.9% .9 of the population that survives. So I'm a real tough guy. Not, not that metal. I gotta tell you, no, no. not. All but, right. Uh, oh, I I do have a little bit of uh, an idea for you today. Okay. I think we should do this game called. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot, anything you want to do, where we do anything in rock, paper, scissors, and the winner gets to decide who goes first to tell us about their favorite albums of the first quarter of 2021. Do you like that idea? Yeah, well, what a great new original idea. So fresh. I, I yeah, think I mean, what we should constantly do pumping out new shit here. 
it's the new content machine, man. We're like new tent all day, every day. But I got an idea, another idea. We can make it categorical. I was thinking maybe musical instrument melded with a weapon. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, all right. I have an idea that's actually inspired. I just thought of something. There's a really fucked up um, like serial killer, and I know something that he supposedly did. So I got one idea. Perfect. Okay, great. All right, I got one. Are you ready? I'm ready. No, hold on. Sorry. Is the weapon something that's currently in existence? In my mind, it was something that presently exists. It's not like a laser beam that could shoot you in the eye. Uh, no, it's not a laser beam. Okay, it's something that's a, a present-day weapon, right? Yeah. It's not like so a I guess. I guess like, yeah. So future, if I'm going to do a piano that shoots out plasma, <laughs> that's going to be a no-go <laughs> for this idea, for this if category. You have some sort of piano that every time you hit a key catapults like a little yeah. flaming ball of plasma that can open a black hole. Yeah. That's too much. All it's right. got to be a real weapon. Okay, I mean, I think that's pretty realistic, but right. whatever. Okay, fuck you. Here we okay. go. Ready? Yep. Rock, Rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. Anything thing you want to wanna do. do. Bass guitar a with Tommy Gunn. Tuba with a knife on the end of it. God, I would destroy the shit out of you. A bass guitar. What did you say? A bass guitar that has a Gatling gun in it. A Gatling gun in the bass guitar? How do you shoot the guitar? I mean, yeah, how do you shoot the the gun you using the guitar? You strum the strings and it acts as a trigger. I mixed them together. Oh, you just mixed them together, huh? That's all. That's all I did, buddy. The neck of the bass guitar is the Gatling gun chamber. All right. I mean, all right, that's good. A tuba with a knife? Why would you pick the heaviest fucking instrument ever and a little knife? It's a big knife, all right? It's like a crocodile Dundee knife. You're going to fight the sky? Why wouldn't you get a trombone and then you could, like, extend it toward me? Instead, oh, gonna... that's what I was. That's what it is. It's a trombone, but whatever. It's still wrong. It's still gonna lose. The tuba. I, I'm a fucking moron when it comes to instruments. God, so, so the tuba is the big stupid thing. It goes, and the trombone is the one that goes out. Yeah. So God damn it. I'm really glad Fuck. in my in everyone's minds who are listening to the show, you came to the battlefield with your tuba straight up and down with a knife in the sky like a fucking retard, and I had a bass guitar blasting you with a Gatling gun. I mean, I don't think it would. Would it even matter though? If even if it was a no, trombone, it wouldn't matter. It would have been over. Well, there was a serial killer called the Texarkana Slasher or some fucking redneck horse shit, and he killed. Apparently, he killed some lady supposedly with a trombone and a knife at the end of it because he's like a creative, childlike moron, and he and that's where I got that idea. <laughs> as soon as you said sadist. instrument, what a sadist. Well, well. Usually, I would defer to you because I like to know what you have to say about the album I give you. But I'm really excited about all the shit I want to tell you about. So I'm hijacking it, and I'm going to go first. Okay, hijack. Here we go. So there's a couple honorable mentions I have for you that I do think you should check out. But they're not, like, groundbreaking where I'm going to say you must go listen to these. I just have a couple here kind of like honorable mentions. The first is you know how much I love Primordial. Primordial's lead mm-hmm. singer is the lead singer of a band called Dread Sovereign. D-R-E-A-D. Oh, I've heard of them. Yeah. S-O-V-E-R-E-I-G-N. They have an album called Alchemical Warfare that's a pretty cool doom album. 
a different pace, different t- style. Pretty cool. Uh, also, okay. also, Asphyx put out Necroceros. I love Asphyx. I think they just got a cool death vibe. So pretty cool um, recommendation there. I also really liked um, the new album Imperial by Soen. I think you'll, that'll probably end up on both of our lists because Soen is just fucking awesome and they're great. And I would have put Imperial higher if Soen hadn't already been so high on my list from their last album, which just blew us both away and we got to see them live on the Metal Cruise. So if they, they kind of outdid themselves last time around. But those three are my honorable mentions. My first that I've been listening to quite a bit is called The Cult by Crystal Viper. Heard anything about Crystal Viper, Phil? No, that does not ring a bell. I'm going to play a quick little track here for you. Uh, title track from that album. Female-fronted heavy metal. Cool vibe. Cool guitars. Great singing. Viper, big fan of this album called The Cult. Just caught me right off the bat, and I was like, man, what, is, what a fucking good album. Okay, that's like my number five. Number four-ish is two albums by the same name band came out the same month, but they were two different albums. The, both albums are by a band called Wheel. Oh my god! Well, never mind, nothing. <laughs> I guess well, I don't, rev- I don't want to reveal anything. I-, I swear to God, I was about to say, that's funny. I came across the same thing with this band. It's the same band. So if you're talking about Wheel, Preserved in Time is a Doom album that came out uh, this month and I think is freaking great. It was really rapidly coming up the ranks. It's a Doom album. Yeah, but it's the other wheel. Okay, all right. So then this, this wheel is called Preserved in Time. Super cool dude. Have you, have you heard this one? A little bit. I got into the other wheel and I just kind of ran with it. I didn't give okay. him this one that much. So then the other wheel is Resident Human. I think it's the one you're going to talk about. Yeah. And Resident Human is almost like a four-man sewing. I mean, I think they kind of have that same industrial... Yeah, I, was, I thought they reminded me of like... Tool, Chevelle-ish, but definitely a little heavier than Chevelle, and a little more progressive. But a little porcupine the... tree, a little bit of yeah. Stephen Wilson. Yeah, it's definitely got a cool vibe. And I thought it was so bizarre that there'd be two albums by two different bands right. called Wheel, and they both were good for me. I really like both of these albums. Yeah, it wasn't even separated by like one being called The Wheel. It was just both Wheel, right? Yes. So. And, and um, this, yeah, that's funny. Human and I love that song, Ascend, yes. and then Movement's Great. Yep. Ascend, I'll put on Ascend right now. And they got a cool layout in their albums, how they go from complicated, long-winded songs, like 10, 11 minutes, and then a two-minute, and then a seven-minute, and then a two-minute. It's like the whole album doesn't throw 
Yeah. Like old Earth. Old Earth is really short, and then that one song, Food or whatever, is like really, really mellow the whole time. Almost as eerie. Totally different than a lot, of, a lot of the other songs. And Sorry, cool. God. Cool it's cool trivial. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that you came across wheels. Super cool. They've been kind of stuck in my head. So, num- so those are my tie for my number four. My top three are almost like picking between people. I have been really into this now. So, in no particular order, I'm just going to throw these at you. The first is Lake of Tears, Ominous. Have you ever gotten any Lake of Tears? Lake of Tears? No. album it's dark it's foreboding it's like i don't know just listen to this electronic it's stinty but it's never like it's never it sounds go ahead no it sounds a little like uh reminds me of the terminator yeah <laughs> that fucking sound when they're like <laughs> near the nightclub and he's fucking chasing them and shit yeah and then listen to this siren sound in the background this kind of ghostly feeling. Yeah. But I, I don't know, man. I just like the first time I listened to this album, I couldn't stop. I have I've been addicted to this album again called Ominous by Lake of Tears, and uh, this song in particular, One Without Dreams. Like this, it's just got this instrumental opening with the drum beat, and then the intro and the guy's voice is just I don't know, man. Like this came out I think in January. Sweet, man. So, uh, all right, next one. Very hard to pronounce. It's W-E-N-Y-T-R. So I guess it's kind of like Winter. I don't know. W-E-N-Y-T-R. And then Uh-huh. Winter Arvin, I suppose it is. Like two words. Anyhow, very much the opposite of Lake of Tears, Ominous. This is some of the most beautiful music you'll ever hear. Their album is called Abysses. Well, that's not a that's not a McLean at all, is it? I'm telling you, man, it's a it's a McLean that I can back up. It's got the coolest like cello or not cello, like a like an oboe sound. Or a clarinet sound that you totally don't expect. Let me play. Okay. Let me play a little bit of this for you. As you can tell, pure folk, just a 
got a nice folk, almost entirely instrumental. There's only a little vocal on the back half of the album, and it's kind of guttural black, just very fleeting, but it's beautiful. feature the oboe the way some of the other tracks do. So I'm going to go to track two, Sentiero del Eternita. Oh, you really nailed that pronunciation there. Working on your Spanish? Thanks, buddy. Oh, it sounded good. I was an Italian conductor in an earlier life. Oh, okay. L- listen I was, I, was th- I thought that you were. Sorry, okay. I'm listening. Listen, listen. There better be a fucking oboe in here. picking on the guitar you know you got that classic acoustic feeling and then i'm going to fast forward just a little bit here to the sound of the Nightwish instrumental from way back, right? Like something that would be on yeah. Wishmaster or something nautical like that. Yeah, it's um, it sounds like uh, like the like the end of a movie. Like it was a nice denouement. Everything worked out, and it's in set in Latin America and or somewhere um, where there'd be a lot of folk and a lot of sort of more exotic uh, chords. And uh, the guys go off into the sunset. To retire after he saved Here's his family. Oboe. I don't know. Off to the sunset with an oboe. You just don't get enough beautiful clarinet or oboe or whatever the fuck woodwind that is with a guitar it would just really struck me man it's almost like whenever i wanted something that would inspire me and cheer me up and not get me too down this is the album i've been going to abysses that's legit Arvin, man. i'm telling you, you, you i think if you get in the right headspace for for this album you're gonna be like blown away because it's all pretty like that well well uh, you know i've been reading a lot uh recently and i like to put music on sometimes when i read i think i would put this on definitely i do the exact right? same thing man I, i've been reading a book called thinking fast and slow and it's pretty dense material and um it's a fascinating book but when i have something like this like a classical sound underneath it almost makes it easier to focus just on the material you know? yeah mm-hmm. totally right. immerse yourself so that's my number two even though it's really these three are all tied for number one but I think my favorite so far has been called Psychic Secretions by Stargazer. I saw that album, like, in a bunch of lists. I didn't even, I didn't listen to it. Really? Oh, 
Oh man, I'm, yep. I'm so I'm so happy we're doing this this um, recording then because, buddy, I got it's no idea. I'm gonna fast forward to uh, their track Who's. You can tell they just have like this fretless bass sound where they keep it boom. They just like they draw down the bass. The sickest bass. That I really, really loved that um, that burr, that that it had like a wavy kind of sound, like so, like it, like he had two bass guitars and he was like, he just grabbed it and was like, yeah, you know, forced the chord down. That sound is so prominent in this song, Hoops in particular, but it comes back almost like recurring throughout the album in a perfect way where it's not overdone, and that fretless bass where you can just slide down and get that sound is so bombastic and like just, oh man, this. This album is 38 minutes long. It's the perfect length. I put it on. I listen to the entire thing every single time, every time, and it's never done where I'm like, oh, thank God. I'm always like, man, I can listen to that again right now. In fact, I've probably listened to this album through three times, several times this year. I just can't get enough. And if you, when you listen to it, Phil, I think you'll catch it. It sounds like the darker, heavier parts of Cormorant Metazoa. Okay, I'll ch I'll check that out, or I'll, I'll try to see if I noticed that. So and it's called, sorry, Psychic Secretions, and the band is, uh, what's it called? Stargazer. Stargazer. And they're from Australia. And, uh, you know, we actually, I, I set this up, and I want to surprise you, but I think we have the guy, uh, the lead singer, and uh, he's going to join us here on the Zoom, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, uh, that's, that's cool. Sweet. Welcome in, uh, in a moment here, I'm going to bring him in, the Great Righteous Destroyer. Uh, the, great, okay. the Great Righteous Destroyer is the lead singer of Stargazer. And, um, you know, these guys have been around for like a long time, like 25 years. They have a bunch of albums. Whoa. Yeah, I know, it's shocking. But they've been around a different band. I think they have five or so albums. Of the, and this was their most recent, either their fourth or fifth release, the Psychic Secretions. And it's just fucking awesome. Uh, but you have to... Uh, Run, run the show for me here because I gotta step out. So I'm gonna bring. Okay, you all right. And then, and then you uh, just go ahead and interview me. Okay, so all right. So I'm getting a call. Okay, it looks like he's calling in. So right, righteous, the great right. Okay. So we're gonna welcome in great righteous destroyer. Um, in a moment here. Hey mate. Pretty excited. Hey, how's it going? Going great. Well. And it's an honor to have you on here. Um, 
you know, I didn't realize you guys have been around for so long. Um, how, how do you, how have you, um, how have you evolved over your career? Well, mate, I mean, we were just fucking badass before, and now we're even more badass now. So, you know, that's how. Okay. And I can tell from your name that you're a pretty humble guy. Um, can you talk about your origins and what got you into metal and um, just kind of how, you know, how your interests evolved and how you got into the whole scene? Well, you know, I'm the Great Roaches Destroyer. So mm -hmm. yeah, you I said that I destroy shit, and basically I want to destroy your eardrums every time you put on my albums. So it was a natural progression, you know. I just wanted to become like the most badass Aussie you've ever heard, and I just wanted to basically take my penis and shove it in your ear holes specifically. Yeah. Well, and okay, I mean that sounds pretty reasonable. Um, I was wondering too if um, so someone with a name like yours. You must have an arch enemy of some kind, right? You can't be a great righteous destroyer and not have an arch enemy, right? So who is your villain? Who is the guy that you want to call out right now? Say so you're coming for him. You're great. You're righteous. You're going to fuck his whole world up. Is it like a Skeletor type of guy? Like, who do you hate? Let's hear it. Well, my bandmate's name is the Serpent Inquisitor. And um, I like to consider him my arch nemesis, even though we're in the same band, you know. So it's yeah, it's like a like a dichotomy that we have. Okay, cool. And have you guys ever fought? We fist fought once in a parking lot. Who won? The Serpent Inquisitor. I, have to say. I was. I cannot fun. believe a guy named the Great Righteous Destroyer totally copped to losing a fist fight to a serpent. One of the words is righteous, right? So I I didn't hit below the belt, but that motherfucker kicked me right in the dick. Well, he is a snake. He's a I mean, total snake. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, you should have seen that coming. I gotta, I gotta say. But Phil, hey, listen, I, I don't have much time because I gotta get out there and destroy shit. So uh, just ask okay. me, ask me if you would, how I feel about this latest album. Uh, how do you feel about your latest album, Psychic Secretions? Okay, gotta go. Okay, cool. Wow, I can't believe I was uh, lucky enough to talk to that guy. Dude, Phil, he I'm so like... fucking jealous. Was he awesome? Yeah, he was awesome. He, um, you know, his, his accent was like, it sounded really weird for an Australian guy. I mean, it sounded like someone did do an Australian accent. Get out. But he clearly wasn't Australian. But uh, he was he was cool, yeah. I mean, I, I liked him. Did you ask him? Maybe he moved over there. Maybe he's not a native. Uh, that's a good point. I didn't ask him. Um, but yeah, he had a nice uh, fight story. I, I finally got around to ask him about his album, and he said it kicks fucking ass. So, you know. Great. I, I like the, I I like the guy. Right. I like him. He's right, man. I love this album. So I'm super, super glad you got to talk to him. I'm kind of bummed I did. But maybe they'll be on another episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll get we'll get him back on. You can we'll we'll set it up to where you can uh, you can you can interview him. Yeah, that'd be great. Because given that the band has got a guy named the Great Righteous Destroyer, and this is the Great Heavy Music Podcast, it seems like only fitting we got to get the guy on. That you know what? That's a match made in heaven. I didn't even see that until you said that. Seriously. Next crazy. next time we get him on here, it'll probably sound a little bit different, I guess, because. You know how it is when he calls from Australia. It's like, the, you know, I guess there's like, there's a little bit of distortion in there. But yeah, well, the we'll toilet, get him on here the again. The toilet goes the other way, and it's nighttime there, so that's why. Uh, right. And I heard that there they put food up their ass and shit out of their mouth. Oh, did you ask him that? I've never heard that. <laughs> I fucking, I can't believe I forgot to ask him about that. <laughs> what an idiot! That's number God. one question of an Australian. Actor. Yeah, uh, I've really fucked that interview up. God 
I'm not asking that. Well, on that low point, you should embarrassingly tell me about your list, because that's it for mine. All right, well, your list was shit. So yeah, my fuck list... off. I dare, you, <laughs> I dare you to listen to these albums and not be like, God, you're fucking great. But g tell me yours. Right. Tell me yours and give me a little time. Filibuster, fill some air so I can pull them up and play some songs for Filibuster, filibuster, filibuster. Well, I'll just throw out a couple honorable mentions. Evergrey, Escape from the Phoenix. Pretty cool. There's a... Uh, I cannot say this fucking now, this band's name. It's an Indian band called Dalit. Dalit. And I um, thought they were really cool. They're a Christian band. I'm going to pull... I'm going to look at it. They have an album called Moksha. And... Um, wait, wait. I think... I think... The lead singer of that band is going to join us here for a second, and I'm going to interview him. So hold on. I see him coming in the oh chat right God. now. I see him coming in. I don't know why I'm laughing, yeah. but I think this is going to be great. So let me let me invite him in here. Let me see if I can get his name on uh, Encyclopedia Metallum just for a second. Okay. Let's see if we can get his name. Um, I don't know how he caught. Okay. All right. I think he's coming. Can you spell the band for me now? Hold on. Spell the band. D-A-L-I-T. This band is from Norway. You said this band is from India? <laughs> yeah, man. Okay, well, I think that might be somebody else. Hold on, let's take a look. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I mean, it's got to be from India, because they're the name, the word is literally means it's the lowest cast in India characterized as untouchable. It's possible. And I thought I read they're from India. Well, maybe they're from Norway. I mean, they're so close together. <laughs> it's the the it's so easy to conflate the two. Yeah. Okay, yeah, they're from Norway. And we're gonna invite the you uh, lead fucker. <laughs> we're gonna invite the lead singer of that band in. Uh, his name is Kato Gulliker. Yes, that's his name, that Kato Gulliker. <laughs> okay, here all right, I'm gonna step out because I think um I think you can only fit like two people on this at once, yeah, so I'll let him yeah, come yeah, in. Excuse you, I gotta let you go. It's like a telephone booth. Okay. Alright, see you, I'll talk to you later, buddy. Hey Kato, Kato, come on in here. I want to introduce you to the, our listeners. Uh, hi, yeah, this is this is Kato Gulicker. What is it? Totally, what is totally a, a real person's name. What is a Gulicker? Um, <laughs> it's, it looks goo, obviously. I mean, uh, and you know that we have a <laughs> we have a long lineage of licking ghoul and uh, I'm quite proud of my heritage. Oh, you should be, because my bandmate and my co-host, uh, Phil, thought that your fucking band was from India. Uh, how do you feel yeah. about that? How does that make you feel? That, that guy is a, a moron. I mean, you hear an, Indi <laughs> hear an Indian word and just assume they're from India. It's kind of racist, Jeff. Yeah, he's a pretty racist guy. Hey, but anyway, you're from Norway. What's it like over there? Uh, it is cold. Okay, okay and, thanks, uh, thanks for the interview, dark. <laughs> <laughs> I think Phil's coming back in now. Thanks a lot. Hey, okay, you guys okay. are great. You guys, I'm going to check out your album. All right. Okay, Phil, welcome back, buddy. He was a good guy, man. Oh, uh, yeah, he's he seemed like he was cool. I can't believe I thought he was from, they're from India. I feel so embarrassed, but what can you do? Well, I, told um, him, I told him that, and he said you're a racist piece of shit. Yeah, well, uh, you know, I'm trying to work on my uh, egalitarian views. Yeah, get your but, um, well, okay, luckily they're only an honorable mention, so it's not. It's not going to derail everything too much. Good. So I'll put number five. There's a gentleman named Todd Latore. He was from Queensryche, or maybe he still is from Queensryche. 
He's a singer. And he put an album out called Rejoice in the Suffering. If you're going to pick a random song, go with Dogmata. Pretty fucking good. What, how do you spell Latore? Uh, L-A and then space T-O-R-R-E. Got it. I think it's kind of funny. His, his last name is Latore. It sounds exotic and cool. And his first name is Todd. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What, what song did you say to play? Dogmata. Opening track. Three minutes, 32 seconds. Phil, tell us about this album. All right, so it's sort of uh, anachronistic, I think. It, it, it sounds like something from the 80s, um, but man, he fucking kills it. It's heavy. It's a mix of, it's prog, right? Queen Reich's prog metal, but it sounds like power metal. His voice would be perfect in, I don't know what, any prog metal or power metal band. Um, it's a relentless album. Uh, he shreds, man. He shred- I don't know if this is his first outing by himself, you know, first time he's doing a solo album, but he kills it. Um, and just just give it a second. He His choruses are just infectious. Um, none, of the, none of the songs are too long. Um, there's a couple longer ones, but quick hitters for the most part, and it's just... It's gonna it'll melt your face off, man. I think I think um, if you check this album out, he will be impressed. Especially, yeah. Listen to this. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, so, anyway. Yeah, most of the song. Yeah, and there's no song longer than six minutes. Uh, kicks ass. So it almost reminds me of like uh, it may Iron Maiden a little bit, but it's Queen's right. It doesn't need to be compared to anything. It's a fucking Queen's right's a landmark. Band, so anyway, that's number five. Number four, I wanted to go with Frozen Soul. The album is Crypt of Ice. This is a classic death metal album came out early in the year january 8th um it's just got riffage out the ass i almost thought it sounded like a black metal band if you just heard the musician the musicianship in this you would i would think you would assume it was black but it's a death metal band uh pretty new just absolutely brutal and yeah heavy heavy distortion Sounds evil as shit. Yeah, it's a great song. Um, yeah, the whole this album is full of riffs like that, um, and. Wraith of Death is another great one, but um, yeah, it's just it, it, it's it's got awesome um, cover art. It looks like just like ice zombies. It look, I mean, it's it's fucking, it's just so cool and brutal. Puts you in such a good headspace as far as just kicking ass. I mean, it makes you want to mosh. I mean, it's just it's so it's just so it's so pure. Like um, it sounds like something. Like, yeah, dude, it sounds like something that came out a long time. You know, like, like in the early days of death metal, right? It's a classic album. Um, so I love that one. 
Yeah, let, let this one play for a second. Love this is it. why I love doing this shit with you, man, because it's just amazing that you've heard these albums that I haven't heard of, and I've heard of these ones that, I, that you haven't heard of, and I love them, and we're buddies. Like, people in the world, just, how do they not hear about this stuff? Right. Right. And interesting, this band is from India. And that oh, need to know. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Fort Worth, Texas. What did I say? <laughs> yeah. um, my third favorite album of these so far, I think, is uh, Wheel. Okay. I had to go with uh, Wheel there, and I think you know about that album, Resident Human. Um, we talked about Ascend. I love love the song Movement. Love the Fugue, I think it is. Yeah, I got, I got Fugue on right now. Fugue's a good one. Eerie. Eerie, creepy stuff. Um, weird, wild stuff. Yeah, weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, dissipating in Resident Human and Hyperion are pretty long songs. <clears throat> but they don't really ever lose you. I mean, this band doesn't go too wild as far as, like, solos and all this new different shit in each song. But it still manages to keep your attention, you know? Yep. I'm, you know I, me, man. I'm, I, a, I'm a critic big time when stuff goes too long, but I didn't feel that way about this album. I think it's cool. Right. I think it sounds a little bit like Tool also. There's a lot of things I should say it sounded like. It reminded me of the uh, Ocean Collective at times, Chevelle. So, and like you said, a lot of different vibes here. Never would have never would have listened to this band if I didn't purposefully seek out shit this year, you know? Yeah, um, I know. Which is a shame. Wouldn't have come across it, but it's a cool album, cool vibe so funny to me that you were like I'd, we came across the same thing where I was, I was like I'm looking at wheel and then I thought I typed it wrong or I was like why is what are the odds that there's two bands called wheel that came out with an album like right around each other and they're both so, good and it's just so, yeah. it's so weird that they're both good with so unique sounds yeah so <laughs> but yeah, I, I didn't get into the other wheel which I should clearly um, definitely do good do now really good do but uh, and this is a great song but okay so that's three Number two, I went with Soen, Imperial for my number two. Big fan. Um, Do you like this better than Lotus? Um, I, no, I don't think I like it better than Lotus. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna let it gel. You know, just started getting into this album. But highlights for me: love Dissident, love Monarch, and I love Lemarian. Uh, the end of Dissident is so cool. It just picks up and just jams out. I think Monarch is tight too. That's what I'm playing right here with the siren. Intro. Monarch's real good. Yeah. Um, this dude's voice is so infectious. It is, man. It's haunting. It just yeah, even even if they didn't have, even if their guitar and drums wasn't it wasn't that great, it would be so sucked in just by the guy's voice. And but the thing is, the drums are great. This guy who yes. Lopez who used to be in Opeth, man, he's one of the best drummers. Maybe one of the best metal drummers in the world. I mean, he's just awesome. Yep. Yeah. Uh, oh, let's jam. That, that's what I noticed on this Yep. Dude, these guys have their sound. Oh yeah. Oh, 
but yeah so okay that's my number two and my favorite album so far is a band called or the, the band is called oceana and the album is called the pattern i don't know if you ever heard of these guys i never have um it's got like a an ocean like some trees on the front and clouds I would put the song if you don't mind. If you could pick a song, uh, "Carousel" is probably the. Okay, put it on right now. The. I actually made that a song of the day on our little group chat, but um. So. Sorry, I'll let it play a second. Album. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. These guys have such a great mix of hard rock, prog metal, like doom, and death. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of good growls in this, uh, especially this song. And they do something that you I think you would like a lot, where they. He'll sing while the guy's growling the same lines, and it sounds so cool. They do it in this song later. Yeah. So, um, this song's great. They have they have one really long song on this that's 14 minutes long, and that's a that's a really good one. But this, um, you don't know, and fall to silence are probably the best. But it's kind of cool. They do a cover of the Unforgiven of Metallica. From Metallica. Yeah, they grow some of those lines, and it sounds fucking cool, man. I'm getting a little bit of Voyager vibe, you know? I mean, I, yeah, I can see that. It, but it, you, if you, the more this, there's so many different styles in here. There's definitely Doom. There's, um, and there's definitely the straight up death metal. Uh, Encyclopedia Metallum has them as a Gothic slash Doom slash death metal. <laughs> but, uh, but um, and but they're so catchy. They're so fucking catchy, man. The the riffs are, the riffs just every one of them. Every song has a great riff. The guy's voice is great. Fucking love this album. It's definitely my favorite of the year so far. You should really check it out. Definitely, if you get back, if you if you give it a real spin, listen to this song, "Fall to Silence," and then definitely the song "You Don't Know." Yeah. And I think this is their first. It's weird. Like, um, I don't know what their deal is with the members, but they had an an EP in 1996, didn't do anything, and then came out an album this year. I don't know what the other things those guys do. You know what I mean? If it's like a super group thing or. But um, they're from Italy. Huh? How did you hear about it? Um, I went to Spotify and typed in metal albums 2021 and just went down a list and just started listening to shit. Sweet. Cool. And yeah. So that's pretty much what I did. There's a ton of shit in there. Um, I mean, you can I'm just do it right now. But um, yeah, there's another, there's a couple bands I literally like forgot about that I was like, oh shit, I should play that. I should tell them about them. But um, 
Yeah, so I, that's what I do now. You know, I just pick something that sounds good or looks good or I've heard about or whatever and just go, all right, I'll play that. Like, uh, All Terrain is a cool band. Hush, uh, Hush is a good one. I, I, I could have said that one as an honorable mention. But, um, yeah, so just trolling around, trying to figure out what sounds good. It's going to be interesting but, to see what makes the cut at the end of the year when we do our top ten list. Because well, yeah. there are some other ones that I didn't even mention today, like the album Scarred by Scarred and As the Flame Withers by Yoth Iria. There's also another one by uh, called Ultima Symphony of the Night, which is awesome, Mellow Death. It sounds like Morse Principium S. I have a couple that didn't even make my honorable mentions that are still really good. So that's, I'll be interested to see if the second, third, fourth quarters hold up the way that the first quarter has. There's a ton of good shit out early. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. I was thinking the same thing. I was like... uh you know, it's, we're going to have to, like, uh, whittle everything down. I'm wanting to, it's going to be kind of a shame, some of the albums that you're going to have to cut, for, you know, to not be in the top ten, right? Totally, totally. And I think you said that this band that we're listening to right now, Oceana, is Italian? I thought it said, on the Metallum, it says they're from Rome. I'm going to double check because I'm getting a call. Oh, God. Another call. God, we are getting so lucky with these fucking interviews, man. I don't know. Um, yeah, John, and, John Paolo Caprini. Uh, no, John Paolo Caprino is the guitarist, and he wants to come into the chat. So I gotta boot you out, dude. Gosh, okay, shit. Yeah, that's fine. That, that totally. I'll, I'll let him. I'll, I'll let him jump in here. I'll tell him that you said hi. Okay. Uh, okay. Yes, that means a lot to me. Okay, John Paolo. It's nice to meet you. Welcome in. Oh, hi. It's John Paolo Caprino. That's great. I, I usually people say their name after I induce them and say their names. Yeah, well, you know, I just uh, just wanted to double just to. I'm very nervous. I, I don't do interviews usually. I'm the guitarist. Oh, oh, don't worry, buddy. Be at peace. Be at peace. It doesn't sound. It sounds like you spent a little time in Ireland. It sounds like you spent some time navigating. It sounds like maybe you traveled the world. Are you a world traveler? Yes, I, I am a, a world traveler. Sounds like you may have even spent a little time in the band The Beatles. Uh, no, no, I didn't. Oh, excuse me. Well, uh, I just wanted to ask you how what you think of your latest outing, uh, the album that came out in 2021 called The Pattern. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I love the album. Great. Thanks for stopping by. Okay, I'm going to invite Phil back in here. All right. Hey, Phil. Hey, man. How'd that interview go? How'd that go? It was great, man. It was great. You're a nice guy. Cool. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, Yeah, I'm just so humbled by the guests we get on the show, man. It's so fucking legit. It's crazy. John Parlo Caprino. Who would have thought this guy would come in and just tear it up? Yeah, I mean, he uh, seems like he nailed it. Yeah, nice guy. So you have to listen back to the recording. You can see what he said. It's funny, man. Definitely. Definitely. All right, well, well Phil, uh, I think that's all we got for this installment. You know, first quarters in the books, bunch of great albums. I got a Mitch Hedberg quote that I'm ready for if you're ever ready. And uh, I don't know, anything else you want for our listeners to know before we get out of here? No. All right, then our Mitch quote of the day is, I don't have a girlfriend, but I do know a woman who'd be mad at me for saying that. It's a good one. Classic. So it sounds like your situation. Yes. No. <laughs> no. I have a lovely girlfriend. Who would also be mad at you if you didn't say you had a girlfriend? So yeah, you. man, she would kill me. Point proven. All right, you're the man, brother. Until next time, this is the Great Heavy Music Podcast. Phil, you're the man. Later, brother. All right, buddy.